and welcome back to That's What People Do. I have no idea what episode this is. I stopped counting a long time ago. Do you have any idea, Ron? Uh, uh, mid, mid 60s, 66. 66, Ryan's gone with 66. I'll go 67, just, I don't know. It might be, it might not be. Um, <laughs> I forgot what I was going to say. How are you, Ryan? You well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the part where we usually do introductions, isn't it? Um, but yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm good, I'm good. Uh, lockdown week three has just begun. Um, yeah, hopefully the last, well, the penultimate week. I'm enjoying it. Um, I've been furloughed. I'm, I'm at home. I'm watching films, playing games, doing podcast stuff. I mean, this is as close as it's ever going to get to universal basic income, I think, probably in my lifetime. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, which is the dream. Like, who doesn't want to be paid for just existing? Oh, that would be amazing. But I, I am finding that I'm just so incredibly bored yes but the difference i suppose would be with universal basic income you're not also quarantined you're getting paid like those of us that are furloughed right now you're getting paid to be at home which is fine but also everything's still open you can go do things yeah except pubs yes 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 but obviously in this idealistic world i'm a big advocate for universal basic income one day when i go into politics i will fight for it yeah, absolutely. But then there's a vaccine on the way as well, so... Uh, there's apparently there's quite a few coming out, isn't there? Just inject me with fucking all of them. Turn me into, like, Captain America. I'm sure that's what they did, didn't it? And they just injected him with loads of shit and he just turned into a super soldier. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's what's going to happen. Eh, right. Enough <laughs> of COVID. I'm sure we all hear about it every fucking day. So, <laughs> today is a bad person. Last week was a bad people or just very stupid people, bad people. Just, it was fucking weird. Um, this week is a big bad person who everyone's probably heard of, but maybe doesn't know the ins and outs of it all. They probably just know the, the general, like, gist. And it's going to be John Wayne Gacy. Boy. And if you're like me, that, that name is like, oh, John Wayne Gacy, I know that name. Why do I know that name? It's not John Wayne, the film star, though he was named after him. John Wayne Gacy is also known as Pogo the Clown. And he was famous for being at one point America's biggest serial killer. So, that's what you have to look forward to. Everyone loves a fucking serial killer episode. I'm sure this one will go down quite well because people love fucked up people. Oh yeah, our, our serial killer episodes. The episodes where we talk about the nastiest and gnarliest of people generally tend to do a lot better than the rest. Although, um, I've been checking our analytics recently and it turns out our talk about Greta Thunberg and the following debate on veganism is doing quite well. So what you're saying is people are interested in veganism. Is that what you're saying to me? I just think our listeners are quite interested in the debate that we've had in that you've recently changed your diet and I am still staying as well. Just We're just two sides of the same coin at the moment and to be able to mm. listen to that debate um rather nicely without arguing i imagine it's uh quite interesting to people yeah definitely mm. hmm that's fascinating okay anyway enough of veganism and nice things yeah. let's get on to a guy who raped teenage boys oh, oh that's a good start so john wayne gacy was born on march 17th 1942 in chicago illinois he was the son of Danish and Polish parents. Uh, he grew up and his father was an alcoholic and he would often be beaten with a razor strap, which is just... I feel like every time we do a serial killer, we address this, their childhood is fucked. Mm -hmm. So his father, John Stanley Gacy, was a factory worker. 
And he was absolutely desperate to have a son that who loved sports and he could enjoy drinking with and go fishing with. Like he was desperate to have a son that was a man's man. You wanted to have a friend. Yeah. And unfortunately for him, John Wayne Gacy just wasn't that. So his dad would try to make like do man things with him by like throwing a football, taking fishing. Yeah. However, John Wayne Gacy was more interested in planting flowers and doing other things that were perceived as feminine. Aw, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with it at all, but he got mercilessly beat for this. Oh, that sucks, man. That sounds like my dad. Yeah. <laughs> Did you get mercilessly beat for no. planting flowers? No, but my, 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 my dad, I mean, I, I feel like I use this podcast more as my therapy sessions now, and I think I spoke about my dad quite a bit. My dad was a bit of a knob, right? And all he ever wanted was sons that, he, if he could, he would have sired 11 children, all boys, and would have fielded them for Manchester United. I'm telling you, he'd have done it. He wanted a football a full team. full 11. He wanted the full 11. He wanted a full 11, and he wanted them all to be <laughs> big, burly footballers. <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, he had a son from a previous marriage who um, just didn't quite meet up to his standards, and so he just sort of shunned him basically all his life, and then the boy ended up trying to uh, spend his life impressing him and whatnot, and it just didn't work. So then he decided to have another mm. go and had me. <laughs> and then I <laughs> I ended up doing performing arts. <laughs> yeah, which I'm sure went down very well. Yeah, I, it didn't go down well. And I told him, so, so what, what is it you do? What do you do? Like, you know, I was like, oh, I've, I'm studying performing arts and acting. And he's like, right, so you just prance around in a leotard. I'm like, yeah, it's pretty much more to that. But yeah, in a nutshell. <laughs> yeah, it didn't go down well. And now I don't see him anymore. <laughs> Well, there we are. At least you came out the other side of it well. like Not like Gacy, who uh, yeah, exactly. came out very wrong. I've harnessed my creativity into making a podcast with a friend of mine. So, you know. Exactly. And nobody's dead. Yeah, nobody's dead yet that we know of. No, that we know of. <laughs> Still time. Oh, yeah. Anyway, so John Wayne Gacy's so, dad was a bit of a knob. He was a knob, and the beatings his father gave him grew worse and worse, until one night he was beaten so hard he just completely stopped flinching and crying. Uh, Something in his head just completely switched. Shit. And this made his father even angrier, so started to beat him harder. Oh, shit. Yeah. And then sometime later, whilst playing with his friends, Gacy collapsed. He was taken to hospital and was diagnosed with a heart condition at an early age. Oh, wow, man. They beat him like fuck. Yeah, and then from then on, he could never do any form of exercise for an extended period of time without passing out. So, he was never going to be the sports star that his dad wanted him to be. Brilliant. So, instead of being like, you know, I don't know, instead of being like a dance mum and just forcing his kids to do sports and be good at it, he beat him to the point where he's like, he literally you can't it do it. That's your fault. Yeah, his dad was a dickhead. Damn, man, I've never understood so, that. Like, I don't get beating kids. I don't get it. It does. It doesn't work. It, all you do is create aggressive children, as this story will will prove. No, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so Gacy would often steal his mother's underwear and wear them in secret, and it also put on her makeup. It was really obvious that while he was growing up, that Gacy was questioning his sexuality, mm. and his father would often say that he would rather his son be dead than be a homosexual. Oh fucking hell! So I think we can clearly see from an early age that his father is the catalyst for everything that is about to happen. Yeah, I imagine so. Yeah, that's terrible, man. Because his mom, by all accounts, was very loving. I bet 
Yeah, I I would imagine that she was quite uh, mothering in in like she. Yeah, she she, she was also on the end of some of the uh, beatings as well. Oh yeah, all right, yeah, I can see that now. They're st- someone stuck together, yeah. and then he's gonna stick up for his mum. Yeah. Oh. So, despite all of this, Gacy was desperate to please his father. So during school, he'd try and get girlfriends and just be everything that his father wanted him to be. However, he was mercilessly bullied because he was a, a bit overweight. And kids can be very harsh, can't they? One insecurity you have, they'll latch on and just fucking run with it. Oh, Christ, yeah. Oh, I mean, oh, it's, it's not hard to find. Um, I have... Uh, my, my surname is McGowan, M-C-G-O-W-N, as you'll see on all my social media platforms and whatnot. Legally, that is my name. Yep. Ryan McGowan is my full name, all right? Um, my father's name is different. His name is uh, Thacker, T-H-A-C-K-E-R. Thacker. Now, yeah, I can see where this is going. Yeah. Um, up north, I imagine it might not be so easily tr- uh, transferred over. But down south, T-H is pronounced as an F, right? So my name yeah. was Ryan Thacker, which is very, yeah. very, very close to the word fucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you can imagine. I thought that's where this yeah, was going. A lot of my school years uh, involved my name being changed for to, from Thacker to Fucker. Yeah, kids, kids. Once they find yeah. something, that's it. That's it. You, that's it for life. Oh yeah. So I changed it legally. My name's James K. So I was uh, James Gay for a while, which <laughs> is just. I just didn't great. think of that. <laughs> but you know what? It 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 built. It made me stronger. And then during secondary school, people just kind of stopped because I was like, hey. No homophobia. Own it. Yeah, own it. James Gay. Yeah, why not? <laughs> why was being gay such like when we were kids? Why was that such a bad thing? I don't know. It's like if your computer didn't work, you're like, oh, this is That's, gay. Everything was it's so gay, bad wasn't thinking it? back. Like, where did that, where did all that stem from? It's awful, isn't it? Because nowadays, like, I wouldn't dare say that. No, not at all. Not at all. Yeah, kids, man. Raise your kids properly. Yeah. So. Gacy uh, got a job as a mortuary attendant, and this is just a little weird aside. At one stage, he climbed into a coffin with the corpse of a teenage boy and began caressing it. Oh, man, what? This is something that happened. Did he, did he was he popular at school? Did he have many friends? He had friends. Like, he had his group of friends, but he, he got bullied, I think, by the uh, the popular kids. Hmm. That's bizarre, isn't it? How old was he when he was got that uh, that job? He was below 18. I reckon he was probably like 16, 17. Oh, so like a Saturday job. Yeah. Hmm. Weird. Yeah. And this kind of like, after doing this, something kind of switched in his head. And he went to his mom and was like, I need to fucking leave. So at the age of 18, Gacy moved to Springfield. Not that Springfield. The Springfield. Uh-huh. In real life. Where he became a shoe salesman. And after work, he was the assistant precinct captain for the Democratic Party. You all thought he was going to be a Republican. No, he's a Democrat. He's a liberal. Yeah. Which uh, is always fun, isn't it? So, mm. he started dating a co-worker called Marilyn Myers, whose father was a very well-connected man, and he ended up marrying her. So he's married, which is fun. Yeah, yeah good for him. We find that with a lot of our bad people. They, they do find it rather easy to find partners. Yeah, because they're very charismatic, which is something that Gacy had in abundance. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I mean, he's so, over the top, isn't he? Now he'd just yeah. probably come out as uh, bisexual or something and just be very camp. But he wasn't allowed to do that then. 
No, he had to hide everything. So we're going to fast forward a couple of years, and Gacy and Marilyn are having a child. On the day his child was being born, Gacy was not with his wife at the hospital. Instead, he was at a bar getting drunk with one of his male co-workers, who he then proceeded to go home with and have sex with. I mean... Whilst his wife was in hospital giving birth. Ah, oh, there's, there's not many things that people will say is unforgivable, but like, you know... That's, that's so one of fucked. Them. Cheating on your pregnant wife is one of them. Cheating on your pregnant Especially wife when she's while she's giving birth. It, fucking hell, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because he knew the house would be free. Fucked. Apparently this was like when his dad came to see the child as well. This was the only time his dad ever told him he was proud of him. Oh, really? Yeah. Which is I kind suppose. of sad. Yeah. But in, in but a way... But can't feel sorry for him. Don't feel sorry for him. No, no, no. Not to feel sorry for him. I'm, I'm, I was going to do the opposite and take it away from him in that the reason, the only reason he's done that is because he's looked at his son and gone, oh, well done, I'm proud of you for fulfilling your basic male function. Yeah. that's That was it. That's the only reason he's proud of him. Mad. So, over the next few years, Gacy became the manager of a KFC franchise, Living the Dream, and wow. was continuing to climb the political ladder, and he was desperate to get people to like him. To do this, he would throw swinger parties at his house, and he'd also throw massive orgies. If you don't know what a swinging party or swinger party is, it's where couples come to someone's house, and they all swap husbands and wives for the night and just fuck each other. Uh, is it, does his wife know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He managed to convince her to do it with him. Oh, man. So, I'm wondering whether, like, is she is she into it, or is she just doing it because she's just... You know, wants to. Uh, I'm I'm him. gonna hazard a guess and say that she was forced into it. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah but these mean, parties, yeah, like became yeah. made him very popular. I imagine they would. Yeah, here have my wife. <laughs> yeah, to the point where he became vice president of the local council and was voted their man of the year. Oh, dude, that just sort of shows that if you want people to like you, host an orgy. Host an orgy, but also that people somewhat relatively high up in those the council, you know, are, are all into that oh, kind yeah. of stuff. Well, you know all about that, though, don't we? Yeah, yeah. Why is it that those higher up in our society are all but delinquently, uh, you know? Not that there's nothing wrong with yeah. swinging and, you know, doing that sort of stuff, if that's what you're into. It just so happens that, you know, there's a bit of a correlation between sexual oh, deviancy yeah, to a degree and people in power. But then you look back to like the Roman times and Greek times, they were just fucking anything that moved. They'd all just go with each other in the woods and just have mass orgies all the time. Yeah, yeah. There's got to be something in that. So if anyone's yeah, listening and they have some sort of science-y style background, do research in it. I'm telling you now, there's, there's, there's a correlation between power and sexual desire. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because sex is power, I guess. Sex is power. Right. Breakthrough. <laughs> so... Gacy still had homosexual urges, however, and he felt like he needed to act on them with people who he could control so that word wouldn't get out because he was climbing the political ladder. Mm. So he invited a 15-year-old boy called Donald, Donald Voorhees to his house. He got Donald drunk and forced him to give him oral sex. Gacy then told Donald that he had connections with the mob and they'd come after him if he didn't stay silent, and he also gave him 50 bucks for his silence. No, 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 that's not, that's not normal. No, that that that's rape, is what that is. That's not right. <laughs> that is not yeah. right. He's just raped a fifteen-year-old boy. Ah, oh, Christ! However, in 1968, about a year on, 
Donald broke down and he told his family everything that had happened. Yeah. And Gacy was arrested for sodomy. He claimed that he would pass a lie detector test, which apparently you could do in court at that time, and then he failed that test. During his trial, several other younger males came forward and said that Gacy had raped them. And this is going to shock you. For all these rapes, to be fair, I think he was only sentenced for one sodomy. He was sentenced to 10 years in prison and his wife decided to leave him. Oh, good honour. I mean, fair enough. That's good that she decided to leave him. But just 10 years. And he was never allowed to see his kid again. Good. Good. Yeah. He's abusing children. Yeah, so they got out, which is good, because I dread to think what he would have done to that child eventually. Oh, God, yeah. No, that would have been awful. So he got 10 years for the sodomy of that young lad, the 15-year-old. Yep. And these other boys who came forward and said he'd raped us as well, nothing came about that. I don't think it was ever proven, because I looked online and he was only ever convicted for one sodomy. So. Uh, Damn. As soon as he was sentenced to prison, his father died. And Gacy always believed that his father died from shame because he just turned into everything that his dad had not wanted him to Mm. be. And this made Gacy very angry that his actions had caused this and he began lashing out at homosexuality. So in prison, at one point, he discovered two men having oral sex and he just went fucking mental and bashed one of their faces in. Holy shit. That's so weird. He was a very conflicted bloke. Yeah, he's got all those urges himself. Yeah, he hates he hates himself with a passion. I suppose, yeah, because which is where I think the split personality thing later on comes in with the clown because mm. he he needed something to hide behind. Absolutely, yeah, it's, it's his way of being able to express himself. Yeah. Oh, so dude. this one's going to shock you. So for that one rape, he only served sixteen months in prison and was released for good behaviour. So what? He served sixteen months. So that's it. What? Uh, a year and four months he served. Are you supposed to serve of a 10? ten year sentence? Yeah. Wow, I thought you were gonna say something like, Oh, he did four or five years or something and then like got let on good no. behaviour. Just not even two years. Yeah, he and apparently like he, because he worked at KFC, he was a really good cook, so he was the prison cook because apparently everyone who works at KFC is a good cook for some reason. I doubt <laughs> it, but not to malign those that work at KFC. You do very good work. No. <laughs> <laughs> Um, don't ban so, me from KFC just yet. I like the vegan chicken burger. I think it's very good. You see, I won't buy the vegan chicken burger because I don't want to give money to a company that like is generally based on killing chicken. Oh, actually, so. no. Do you know what? You've made a very good point that I never thought of before. I'm going, oh, that's brilliant. They're making a vegan chicken burger. That's really good. Uh, <laughs> for every one burger I'm just literally made. funding them to kill more. Yeah, exactly. yeah it's the same with the Nando's one. I'm like, that's fucking great. You can bring out all that you want, but I'm not going to pay for you to kill chickens for the people. Oh, good point. Damn it, I never thought about that. For every one vegan chicken burger I've bought, 100 chickens just died. Yeah. Damn it's it. <laughs> thought I was doing something good. I'm sure it tastes really nice, but then I can go and get chicken fillets or whatever, and plant-based chicken fillets, whatever, from supermarkets, and they taste just as good, and I don't have to fund a franchise mm-hmm. anyway where was i he moved in with his mum in his hometown and no one there knew what had happened or what his convictions were i, I thought so he kind of got a complete fresh start yeah that doesn't seem fair because i thought if you're on the sex offenders list you had to sort of everyone in the neighborhood has to be notified not I'm not sure how it worked in the 60s. No, I don't know either. I don't think now it's... You don't think you're not told by name who they are, but you just have to be notified that there is someone in your area who has been 
charged with sexual assault or is on the offenders list. Otherwise, you would just yeah. there would be just mob mentality. You just go to the house, wouldn't you? Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Uh, he started a contracting company, like building ship, mm. and got back into local politics. He also slid into the DMs, or whatever the version of that was in the 60s, of a woman called Carol Hoff, who he went to school with, and they began dating. She was a divorcee with two kids, and she had no idea about his past crimes. Oh, shit. So he admitted to her that he was bisexual, but he didn't tell her anything else. Oh, right, okay. And and she was okay with that. Oh, interesting. And they moved in together, and their... Um, her kids started calling him dad. Like, it, it all happened very quickly. Yeah. So, Gacy realised that his urges to have sex with teenage boys had grown stronger, which is always fun. <laughs> and one night at a bus station, he met a 16-year-old lad called Tim McCoy, who was travelling home for Christmas and was just having a little stopover in Chicago. Gacy offered to show him around the city, and McCoy accepted and they later had sex uh, because McCoy believed it was just like a cruising fling. Now, cruising at the time is where two men would like wander around the streets until one approached another one, they would have sex, and then they would leave and never see each other again. Mm. That's what cruising was. And that's what McCoy believed this was. However, after they finished, Gacy was so angry with himself, he grabbed a knife and stabbed McCoy in the chest several times. He then buried him under his house, and it was years before McCoy's family knew what had happened to him. Jesus Christ, man. See, this is the thing, isn't it? Just don't have sex with fucking teenage lads or kill yourself in that moment because he hates homophobia. Like he ha- Not homophobia, he hates um, homosexuals because he believes that him coming out as being somewhat homosexual killed his dad. So now he hates yeah. anyone who's gay but then still feels the need to give in to his urges but then punishes that other person. It's like... Just kill yourself. Like I don't understand why he doesn't link those two, or is that the only one that he's like? Oh no, I'm not gay. I'm rooting out the gays. Yeah, I, I, he's he's got a lot of demons that he, he projects onto other people, and it's just a, a very really unfortunate that all these people came into his path. That's really frustrating. Yeah, <laughs> he's, a, he's a biggest. He's a massive hypocrite. Yeah. It's it's fucked. And Carol, like a few months after this happened, um, moved into that house, and she had no idea that she was oh. living on top of a corpse. Mm. Yeah. So, this is where the clown shit comes in. Gacy still had urges to dress up and put makeup on, and he realised that he couldn't do that in like a socially acceptable way. However, the one socially acceptable way was to dress up as a clown and attend kids' parties. Because he could dress yeah. up and put makeup on and fulfill those urges. And so he became Pogo the Clown. And he'd often just show up at the local children's hospital and perform for the kids. Uh, Yeah, yeah. I, I was going to liken him to someone else who... But I'm not going to do that. No, let's not... I don't know who you're on about, but let's not tar people under the same brush. No, no, no. I can't do that because the person in question is like godhood level, so we can't do it. <laughs> uh, in 1975 quite a while after he became Pogo, Carol had started to notice a change in Gacy's personality because he became just these two weird fucking entities and she yeah. filed for divorce and left him. Oh, and she so, got away. Yeah, she got away. Good, good. However, this kind of 
sent Gacy a little bit mad. And whilst he was pogo, he felt easier about giving into his urges. This is why I think that it stems from while he's John Wayne Gacy, he can't have sex with young men. But while he's mm. pogo, he can do what he wants because he differentiates between the two. Mm. Uh, so what he would do is he would drive around the town dressed up in his full clown gear, full makeup, costume, the whole shebang. And he would find young men walking alone at night and he would pull up next to them, point a gun at them and force them into his car. He would then rape them, kill them and bury them under his house. This went on for a long time. Damn. Because that would be so, like, clowns are creepy as fuck anyway. And if you, like, look at his makeup, it's not, it's kind of where the creepy clown makeup kind of stemmed from because it wasn't, like, a happy clown. Everything was really sharp and pointy and, like, if you look at um, the recent Joker film, um, uh, Joaquin Phoenix's makeup is generally similar. Yes, it is, isn't it? Um, It's creepy clown, not happy clown. I think there's, um... There's a thing about clowns. It's like a rule that clowns are not allowed to have um, uh, points on their makeup. So, like with yeah. triangles, they go to yeah, a point. They're not allowed to have them because yeah, everything has to be rounded um, because like points give off a negative, more aggressive look. Whereas like rounded is softer and uh, nicer and happier. And I think I don't know where that came from. I'd like, to, I'd like to think maybe it was that. They were like, we don't want to be associated with this killer clown. Yeah, and he had a lot of points. He had a lot of points. Yeah, which is uh, fucked. So, Gacy soon realised that digging up holes in his basement was really quite tiring work, and he was quite a large gentleman. So, he got in a young labourer called David Cram. So, Cram needed a place to stay in the city, and Gacy offered him one of the spare bedrooms in return for labour. So, that was the deal. And he was to dig holes in the basement, but was under strict instructions to avoid certain areas. And this dude had no idea that Gacy was making him dig his own grave. Oh, shit. Yeah. Well, that was the intention. Gacy was making him dig graves for him. Oh, no. It's fucked. Super fucked. It's just, this story just gets worse and worse the more we go on. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh, that's so, like, manipulative of him. Yeah, there's something really fucked about making someone dig their own grave, especially when they don't even know. Mm Mm-hmm. So one night, David was just chilling, having a good time, and he was shocked to see Pogo the Clown walking around the house. Gacy... freaked the fuck out of me. So Gacy was gone, and he only spoke in Pogo's voice, and at no point during what happened did he break character at all. He got David drunk and asked him if he wanted to see a magic trick. Thinking it was all a game, David agreed. So Pogo put him in handcuffs and started poking him and winding him up. Pogo began singing, I'm going to rape you, over and over again. He tried to force David onto the floor whilst ripping off his trousers. In the midst of this, David managed to kick Pogo and forcing him to drop the handcuff keys. He he grabbed these, undid his handcuffs and sprinted out of the house. And he escaped. However... He wouldn't breathe a word of this to anyone until many years later. Why? Why? It's just scared shitless. Yeah. That would be the most... We've said it before. Clowns are creepy as fuck anyway. So when one's got you in handcuffs and is singing, I'm going to rape you, it's not an ideal situation. Jesus, clowns are creepy. I'm fairly certain like a lot of people's hatred of clowns comes from John Wayne Gacy. 
it probably does. It probably does. Yeah. Because before then, they I were mean, quite happy got... characters. All through history, they've been like jesters and yeah. happy characters. Everyone loves them. And he he was the man that turned it. That's right, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, well, you know, just look now, like, of all of our um, uh, media clowns are like generally the villains in stuff like there's the there's that old classic b movie horror called killer clowns from space yeah, yeah, so we've yeah, got yeah. um uh the the the, the clown with that uh, the clown with a fucked up mouth in american horror oh, story yeah. who we see quite often yeah um it. yeah man northampton this town the town where i went to university had its own famous clown the northampton clown oh, really? who used to just wander around the yeah he used to uh, did you never hear about this the northampton clown was big on social media um, if you have your phone to hand, I'd suggest type it in Northampton Clown. This guy wandered around this small town dressed as a full-on clown um, and would just stand on the edge of like people's streets with like flowers, uh, not flowers, balloons, like healing balloons just in hand. He was creepy I'm as sure fuck. I'm sure there was a spike then, that like, a couple of years ago, wasn't there? People just doing that all everywhere. Yes. Um, clown, clown on, I'm going to... Yeah. No, I'm going to send you... Oh no, I can't. I can't right now. Bollocks! <laughs> I want to send you a picture of it right now, and you can have a quick look on it. Um, but this is legit. This guy actually used to just stand here on street corners uh, with the balloons and wave at people. And on occasions as well, he used to just um, appear at people's front windows, which is where their living room would be, and just knock on the windows and wave. I'm looking at it right. Fuck it, right now. Nah, this dude's got a. He's got no. So I'm going to describe to the listeners what we're what we're seeing here. He has a white yes. balloon, a yellow balloon, a red balloon, and a blue balloon in his hand. He has, if you've ever seen The Office, a Kevin Malone haircut or like a monk haircut where you've just got hair around the side and nothing on top. His hair is completely mm-hmm. white. His eyebrows are fucking huge and halfway up his head. His nose is red and it kind of drips down, and his mouth is completely red. And he's wearing like um blue checkered jacket and trousers Check, but yeah. like it's yellow arms with patterns and a massive fuck off bow tie basically he looks creepy as fuck yeah and he was wandering around northampton town for a good a good year um and no one knew who he was uh or why he was doing it and it used to creep out a lot of the students around the area as well <laughs> yeah no shit fucking <laughs> yeah we didn't like hanging around at night because he, he apparently would walk like, around i'm surprised he didn't get beaten up <laughs> yeah yeah you're right <laughs> like if but a yeah. group, group of drunk lads saw him they just beat the fuck out of him mm. clowns man I don't have an issue with them but after this episode maybe I do <laughs> so Gacy's final victim was 15 year old Robert Peast Gacy saw that Robert was working at a pharmacy so he went down to speak to the owner he offered to renovate the building for them and told him that he needed young labourers who he could pay well. And at the time, he offered really good wages. And Robert took the bait. And the last thing he ever said to his mother was something along the lines of, she was like, where are you going? And he was like, I'm going off to see a contractor about a job. And that was mm. the last thing he ever said to his mom. So Damn. she knew where he was going. And this is where it starts to unravel for Gacy a little bit. At this point, he had no room left in his basement because there were 27 bodies occupying it. Fucking hell, man. 27. Yeah, we've jumped. We've jumped. I could have gone through them all, but we've jumped. <laughs> so, once he had raped and killed Robert, because he had no room, he decided he was going to throw him into the river. And that body was found by the police. 
The body was identified and it was very easy to trace one of his last contacts back to John Wayne Gacy because he went mm. to the pharmacy and people had known that he, he, he was there and his mom knew who he was meeting. So the police went to Gacy's house and whilst they were there, they noticed the smell of 27 corpses filtering through the air vents because I imagine John Wayne Gacy had become completely nose blind, which happens. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, if you ever walk into someone's house and you're like, fuck, that smells and they just have no idea. Oh, yeah. 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 It's if why, pets... Whenever someone comes to my house, I'm just like, does it smell? Like, you've got to tell me what it smells like. Yeah. yeah well, um, people with pets, that's probably the easiest way to describe it. If you have pets, yeah, yeah, yeah. particularly cats, maybe, or dogs, um, yeah. you, you, you don't notice it at all. But when someone else who doesn't have animals walks into your house, they know it immediately. Yeah, absolutely. So he had become accustomed to the smell of corpses, which is just lovely. However, the police were not accustomed to this and could smell it quite strongly. So they uh, they left the house and they later returned with another warrant, which allowed them to go into the house and completely search it. They went into the basement and they dug up all 27 bodies. Jesus. The, the bit that confuses me is, like, there must have been police investigations going on for those 27 missing people. But because he picked them up all late at night and there was obviously like no technology or whatever, it is so impossible to trace. Damn, man. Yeah. It was a lot easier to murder people in the 70s than it is now. It definitely was, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, when Gacy was taken into the station for mugshots, he was asked, where were you born? And his reply was, out of chaos. And he began oh, laughing what? at this. And if you image search right now, John Wayne Gacy mugshot, one of them is his smiling. And that's because the picture was taken at this exact moment after he said that. All right. Hold on. Hold on. I've I've got it. Yeah. So he's got a little grin on his face. What a smug prick. Yeah. Because he just said out of chaos, which is just such a wanky thing to say as well. I bet he thought he was really cool. I mean, he thought he was so funny when he said that. And everyone in the police department went, oh, fuck off. Yeah. Absolute massive dickhead. However, Gacy at this point he can he knew the gig was up. There was bodies in his fucking house, so he tried to plea insanity, stating he had multiple personalities. Which, I mean, yeah, if you're gonna try and plea insanity, I think for him that's the best way to fucking go about it. Uh, yeah, I imagine it doesn't work because uh, he was ordered to serve a lot of time with a psychiatrist and when I say a lot of time I mean a lot of fucking time with a psychiatrist and doctors and everyone studied him and he was deemed to be sound of mind and was fully in control of what he was doing yeah yeah and that makes sense it's actually very very difficult to um claim insanity during like murder trials and actually it work because I think the rules are um you have to be able to prove that at the time of you committing said crime, you were um, not of sound mind. That's what in pleading insanity is. It's not saying, oh, I'm a crazy fucker. Look at me. I can't control myself. Woohoo. Snack. Like, you know, that doesn't work. Um, you have to be able to prove that at the time of the murder, I was not of sound mind. So therefore, I could not have been able to have uh, stopped myself. So that's why that's what everyone always forgets. Or doesn't seem to realise. Um, like when we spoke about Catherine Knight uh, before she skinned her fucking husband alive. Um, yep. She was like, oh, I'll just plead insanity and they'll just believe me. I'll just say I'm a crazy bitch and that'll be it. 
It doesn't work like that. <laughs> you have to be able to say, at the time, I was batshit insane. Yeah. Never works. But yeah, difficult to prove. And to be fair, maybe he did have multiple personalities, because, but, but I think he, he knew what he was doing at all points. He just believed in his head that if he was Pogo the Clown, it was acceptable. Yeah. I mean... We're, we're, we're not experts in almost any field, right? <laughs> um, probably none. Probably none. I mean, we've got a degree, uh, which sort of gives us in some a very, sort of... In a field that is fucking dying. A so. very specific Yay. field. Yeah, we have a, we have degrees in very specific fields. Um, but in, a, in essence, I think this the field that we have a degree in, for those that are, of course, listening, uh, me and James have degrees in performing arts at universities, right? Um, yeah. But honestly, James, I think we do have some sort of um, argument in saying that maybe he is not... Uh, uh, right, okay. I know I've waffled for about 30 seconds there. Um, I am not. We are not psychologists, so I cannot say he doesn't have multiple personalities. But having got a performance background and a degree in acting, I would argue mm-hmm. that he what he's doing is he's creating a persona that he can uh, express and portray his real urges through. So he doesn't have another personality. He just is, he has a mask that he puts on and is, uh, uses that as a way of being able to express himself. I don't know if it's ever was for you, but when I was performing, um, I, I'm, I'm by, um, uh, naturally just a very introverted, quiet person, right? It takes quite a lot to get me to be, comfortable and loud and talky but when you're performing i'm it's not me that's saying the words and being loud and obnoxious on stage it's the character that i am playing who is able to do that and i think uh speaking from having a degree in performing arts i'm allowed to say this i think what he is doing is just (laughs) he is just um projecting his true behaviors onto a character and then saying oh i've got multiple personalities and not truly understanding what he's saying there i've said that I've, this is the first time i've ever be- used my degree in some sort of like i'm an authority on this real world yeah i get you i completely agree as well it's very easy to hide like not hide, but like get involved in the character i remember once i had to do like a performance and there was singing in it and i fucking hate singing and yeah. i can't sing it's like the worst thing in the world for me however i decided that my character couldn't sing and if i was in that character being unable to sing it was fine and it wasn't embarrassing because it wasn't me spot on yeah that's, that's absolutely it it's, it's like um you know the, i suppose the easiest way of saying it is uh when when you're playing a character uh and you're doing a scene in which your character then has to cry I don't need to cry. It's not important to me, but it's important to your character that you're playing. and It means enough to them that they feel the need to cry. And so if you can cry as the character, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it just takes over. Yeah. Yeah, I, complete, I, I completely fully get what you're saying and I do agree. Completely agree. Finally, we are an authority on something. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go and get a second degree in something else though because I do think an acting degree is bullshit. But that's a, another... <laughs> Top conversation. That's just my. That's just me spending the last few years mm. being like, "What have I done?" Yes, I, I think we may share very similar harsh opinions on the performing arts and studying it. Uh, but, uh, but I've got to say, if you want to go study acting and performing arts, fucking do it because it was the best three years of my life. Like honestly, I'd go back and do it again in a heartbeat, and I do love it. Just don't expect life to be easy afterwards. Mm. Yeah. Definitely. Because it's fucking not. For some people, 
it will just click and it, they'll get a, something straight away and it'll be fantastic. But for other people, uh, there's a there's a big old mountain to climb. And if you want to climb it, fucking climb it. But I've decided to get off. And I know that some people haven't. And power to them. I really fucking hope they succeed. Because <laughs> it is a great career. It's a great career. But I'm just going to go do journalism instead because then I can just write shit about people. I think we need to speak to Alex again and get a new jingle for our rant corner. Yeah, yeah, we we definitely do need a round corner. <laughs> this one was a very close to home one. It was, it was. <laughs> yeah, we'll get on that rant of the week. Where was I? Who was I talking about? Exactly. What is this podcast about? <laughs> oh, life. Oh, yeah. Okay, back to the bloke that dressed up as a clown and raped children. So. Oh, yes, he pleaded insanity and it didn't work. Or he the, pleaded uh, insanity Psychologists and it didn't were like, work. no, he's fine. So, on March 12th, 1980, Gacy was charged with the rape and murder of 33 victims. And that, at the time, was the most of any convicted serial killer in the US. 33? And 33. And he was sentenced to death. Oh, crap. I didn't know that. I thought he'd just got put in prison. No, he was sentenced to death. I believe he was actually sentenced to death 10 times. He got 10 death sentences. Bloody hell. So what they need to do is they need to kill him just to the point of almost death, then resuscitate him, then kill him again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, there was no escape in this. <clears throat> wow, he was sentenced to death. How did he die? What was, what was the method? Uh, lethal injection. Ah, interesting. That's... So during his time on death row, which lasted 14 years, he um, he put a lot of pleas in and it was always taken to court. And it always delayed his death sentence, but it, he never got off of it. Mm. So, yeah, he was uh, destined for the... I want to say the chair, but it wasn't the chair. Destined for the needle. Destined for the needle. They say whilst that... on death row... Oh, go on, carry sorry. on. Carry on. So, whilst on death row, he painted many pictures of clowns, which I'm sure there's probably some on the black market somewhere that some sick fucks want. Yeah. And he even tried to say that the bodies in his basement was a setup to ruin his political career. Eh. What? Yeah. What? It's uh. What do you think? So put there deliberately. That's what he tried to pass it off as. What a bell end. Do you know what it is? Do you know he's in there for like what fourteen years? You've got time to think about it. You know, you know when you're in there for so yeah. long, you start twisting your own truth to just like, yeah, and yeah, over yeah. time, it gets more and more twisted to the point where you're like, oh, it couldn't have been me. You know, oh, but it was. And you're like, well, no, you don't know. Like, yeah, that's definitely what's happening here. He's twisted his own truth to the point yeah. where he, even he probably doesn't understand it. No. Um, death Row, I love documentaries about Death Row. It's always so interesting. Because I do feel like some people maybe shouldn't be there and other people should. It's tricky. Uh, yeah, I mean, well, after this we can talk about our opinions on capital punishment. Yeah. You see, I, I'm, fuck it, I'm going to say it here. I'm I'm kind of anti-capital punishment just because there's a lot of grey area. However, if someone is found to be guilty without any doubt and there's hard evidence that they are like a murderer, a rapist, a paedophile, then I think there is stock in it. However, I think, especially with like new vaccines for things that might be going on in the world, stop animal testing, fucking stop it, and use these fuckers. <sighs> If you're a paedophile, you have lost, in my eyes, your right to life. Mm. Like, it's not... You, you, 
that's it. Like, you fucked it. So stop fucking testing shit on animals and that are going to die. And test it on people that are fucking messed up. However, it does have to be proven without doubt. There can't be any doubt that this person is guilty. Yeah, I think that's probably the best way. Because obviously there's, there, there have obviously been mistakes when it comes to capital punishment. People that have yeah. died and then new evidence has then come to light later on that's proven them to be innocent. Yeah, all the I think there needs to be like video footage or a confession or something that is like okay this is 100 percent what happened mm, maybe but then we've also we've... because if because if you get it wrong then it's just horrible that you're killing someone for That's something right. they didn't do yeah um, but we've also d- delved a little bit into norwegian uh criminal justice system before when we spoke about um and they're really good they do yeah. um rehabilitate very well yeah so is that not better <laughs> Yeah, I am always team rehabilitation, but I'm also team stop animal testing, so I'm just looking for other avenues. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mean... Cap- and if there's paedophiles about, then fuck them. Capital punishment's a difficult one, isn't it? I mean, I'm my instinct is always against it. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know, because you've heard... I've, I've, every life is sacred. Supposedly. I mean, every, every, people say... I've seen stories of, like, there's this gentleman who... Uh, and a fight or a fist for a brawl or whatever it killed this other bloke and then they were on the telly like you know so many years afterwards he's served his sentence and whatnot and he's in he's in the mother of his victim's house and they have tea and he goes there every week and they have tea and just have a chat and have become quite good friends and she now forgives him and That's all this bizarre. sort of stuff and you're like wow okay so you know I don't know James I don't know I don't feel well equipped to talk about it properly yet <laughs> Oh, no, again, neither of us are experts on the situation. We're just two blokes with a, a degree in something that have opinions. Yes, yes. Um, and I'm sure people listening to this, it will be split down the middle. Some people will be completely anti-capital punishment and other people will be completely pro-capital punishment. Well, there's that. Um, I, I'm not even sure if this is true or whether it's just a social media myth um, that, that sort of does the rounds every now and then. But there's that story of a lad who was sentenced to death Um He's then, I think he was on the electric trail or something, or I don't know what it was, but he in America was, he was pronounced dead by the doctors. He was medically dead for a time being, and that was it. He'd served his sentence, his life sentence. He was, he was sentenced to death and he was pronounced dead, but then he woke up and then, went, and then tries to argue and saying, well, I've served my sentence. You sentenced me to death and I effectively died. Medically, I died. That is interesting. That and, is a loophole. Yeah, is it a loophole? Like, does he then get to leave because he technically served the sentence? He's medically died, or is there a, is there a difference? Is there medically dead and lawfully dead? I don't know if there's a difference. Did they kill him all over again? I don't know. I was say I don't know. I'd need to look into it a bit more. If they just went, nah, fuck it, and flip the switch again. Because John Wayne Gacy couldn't get away with that because he's got ten against him, so they just used one of the others. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh well, we'll try again next year. <laughs> So, I'm sure we're all very interested to know what his last meal was because we all love last meals on death row, don't we? Oh yeah, you, oh yeah, I want to know some last meals. So his last meal, he had a bucket of KFC, yes. a dozen fried shrimp, French fries, fresh strawberries, and a diet coke because you've got to watch the figure as you go into death. <laughs> yeah, that that diet coke just counteracted everything he just ate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But no, I thought that was a pretty mundane fucking last meal, to be honest with you. I was very disappointed. I wonder if there's like, um, there's got to be like a line drawn in the sand somewhere when it comes to last meals. Being like, oh, I want uh, 
this specific fucking herb that can only be grown in North Korea. And they're like, uh, I, I can't, I, okay. And then it like yeah, takes so I, long. Yeah, I imagine there are rules. Yeah, but even then, I, th- I think if you ask it, they will try and get it for you. I imagine they'll look into it. And if it's maybe, if it's more difficult than just sending the guy down the street, he's not doing it. Yeah. <laughs> because I'm, I think most people have like steak and like, um, I remember who, I forget who it was, but he had like three fucking tubs of ice cream. And... Mm. Mm. I don't know what I'd have. What would you have? Oh, I don't know. I mean, because now mine's completely changed because of change oh, of, of lifestyle. Yeah, but would but but I don't know. I, I just spiked then with my giant butt. Um, would you? Would you for your last meal just go? Do not fuck it, and then have like the biggest KFC bucket you've ever eaten. I wouldn't because I think you know that I'm a very big man of principle. So if I believe in something, I I kind of fight to the death about it. And Even for the last I, I meal, would... think, oh, fuck it, why not? Treat yourself. Indulge no, all I, I of your deviances. I would go down with my beliefs. Oh, interesting. No, I'm not. I, I, if, I, if I was a Catholic during Elizabethan era, I would be recanting immediately. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'd be like, oh, it's not me. I give up. I give up. But I'm a man of belief, but that's why it's good to not have many beliefs. Then you're not really held accountable so much. That's just true. That's why I'm an atheist. Um yeah, uh, do I, I don't know. KFC is not a bad shout from Casey there. I'm uh, not bad, especially as he he would be eating it, going, "Oh, that no. If anything, that's bad because he'd be he knows how it's made, so he'd be eating it. Yeah, yeah. And if yeah. he knows it's bad, he'd go, "Oh fuck, I wasted it. I wouldn't have had that. Yeah. No, maybe a Nando's, big fucking Nando's. It's like, oh, or a Wagamama's. I don't know. I made ramen for the first time the other week. It was quite <laughs> nice. I don't know. <laughs> the issue I find with Wagamama's is when you um get it in like the restaurant is really nice but if you ever have it ordered it's just i don't think it's as good i'm very passionate about this james never any listeners never order wagamamas for delivery and if if if, yeah, if any of you listeners work agree. at wagamamas yeah if any of you listeners work at wagamamas have a fucking word with your delivery drivers because it's unacceptable never ever ever I, order wagamamas for delivery it comes it, you don't get half I the was, meal yeah, and before I was vegan, I did this, like, I think about a year ago, I ordered, you know, the standard katsu curry, oh, yeah. some chili uh, squid or whatever. The chili squid was fucking just soggy and horrible, and it didn't just taste, it didn't taste cooked, it tasted like it just came out of the fridge. Mm-hmm. Uh, the katsu curry was just fucking freezing, I had to put it in the microwave, it was, it was awful, really, really bad. Oh god, yeah, and I don't know why they gave me the katsu, I don't know why they gave me the curry, uh, I don't know why they gave me a pot for the curry because it already had a fucking carrying candle. I the bag that it fucking came in was now the curry bag because mm. it was all at the bottom of it. <laughs> Awful. Never ever ever yeah. get your wagamama's delivered. Go into the store. Go no. to the restaurant. <laughs> yeah, I completely agree. Mm. Fully agree. So on the day he was due to die, May tenth, nine ninety four, there was a lot of people outside the prison holding banners and throwing parties. Which just whatever, do what you got to do. And his last words were, "Kiss my ass." What a dick. Yeah, the injection was administered, and he died at twelve fifty-eight. That says AM, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be PM. I'll have to Google that real quick. I don't know why I put AM. Mm. Surely it's PM. They didn't do this in the fucking dead of night. Surely. No, I imagine on not. On May tenth, nineteen ninety-four. I imagine not. His brain was then removed to be studied by science. Because they were like, what made this man so fucked up? However, they found no abnormalities, which confused them. It was just a standard brain. Well, yeah, because I don't think that's how it works, is it? I mean, again, I'm not a fucking neuroscientist or anything, but... They, they do it a lot, don't they? Yeah. They harvest, like, really bad criminals' brains and see what makes them tick. Or Einstein's brain, innit? They took Einstein's brain and were start fucking about with that. And you're like, oh, it's just a normal brain. You're like, yeah, it's 
because yeah. like thought and consciousness does, is not like a physical thing on the brain. It, it it's weird, isn't it? The, uh, the scientists like will never understand fully how the brain works because it's just it's a miracle. It's just a fucking marvel. Mm. It's like an entire universe it, uh, in like, your head. It's fucking crazy that like you can take remove it from someone's head and it's just like this fucking hard but like wet fucking thing. Mm. And yet it's got everything a person is in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's insane. It's fa- it's so fascinating. Very interesting. So fascinating how it's like all loads of chemicals in there, like your serotonin or lack of if you're <laughs> struggling. And <laughs> just shit like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, I wonder um, about the process of um, capital punishment in terms of like, you know when someone dies their muscles all relax don't they we end up farting and shitting and burping and shitting, all that yeah. like um when you've had like your big ass fucking last meal like your big KFC bucket and all your shrimps and whatever i wonder if you then have to have like a uh, laxative afterwards to like clear the fucking clear yourself out otherwise well, maybe. you might be sat on that gurney with witnesses and because the last meal's the night before so maybe they just like starve you yeah maybe I don't know. I've never, I've never thought of that. But yeah, shit all over the table. Yeah, yeah. And then like the poor guard who's just like got a big boner for injecting you with all these gunk has now got to clean it yeah. up. <laughs> Fucked. So, of the victims, twenty-seven of the bodies were identified. The youngest being fourteen years of age, and the oldest being twenty-one. <laughs> and hell. six bodies to this day remain unidentified. However, some of them do range to like the age of thirty, so we did go a little bit older. But mm. yeah, six. We don't know who they are. Pogo the Clown went on to inspire things such as It and that creepy fucking American horror story. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, what's he called, man? I need to know what he's called. In American Horror Story? I don't know. Yeah. It's the one from the um, circus. Yeah, that's right. Series. What's he but called? yeah, he was fucking weird. Twisty. Twisty the Clown. Twisty the Clown. Yeah, clowns are creepy. But yeah, this was sort of a general overview on John Wayne Gacy. If you are interested in learning more, there's a fuck ton of documentaries out there about it. He mm. is just one messed up dude. And he is the reason why we are scared of clowns. Because for a <laughs> while, this damaged the industry, like the clowning industry. People refused to hire clowns to be around their kids. I'm surprised. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry if you hear any clowns listening. Um, I don't get it. I don't get it. I understand. We did clowning at um, uni for a little bit, and it's a lot of fun, to be fair. Oh, yeah, I do. Well, it won't be a shock for you to know that I, too, did it at university. Um, I think it's quite standard for, like, performing arts um, students to learn clowning uh, in some form. And, yeah, don't get wrong, it is funny, and it's a lot harder than you think. It's really fucking hard. Like, things like there are loads of rules to it. One rule that's relatively easy to explain is just simply the rule of three. If an audience finds something funny, you do it, uh, I think it's like three times, and if like it doesn't land, then you move on, or something like that. Uh, and then there's another rule. If an audience finds something funny, you continually do it until it's no longer funny, and then you move on. Yeah, yeah. And I remember like, uh, you used to have to wear a red nose during the classes, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then they'd be like, yeah. right, uh, do a, like a scenario or a scene or something, and you'd do something, and as soon as they do it, like if if my audience found it funny, you'd have to just continually fucking do something, uh, yeah. and then and when they stop finding it funny, they were like, right, you have to find think of something else to do because it's no longer funny, and you're like, oh god, it's really hard, it's intense. Yeah, 
It's also like finding the funniness in nothing. Like I think when people try hard with clowning, it doesn't work. Like it, you literally just have to do nothing and yeah. just kind of be. Yeah, I find that making yourself um, hurting yourself tends to be funnier. Schadenfreude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, people the, like the, pain. Yeah, enjoyment of other people's pain uh, tends to work best. Yeah. Right. Well, that was John Wayne Gacy. Uh, it, well, that was insane. Over 30 people. I wonder if anyone's actually bested him yet. Not that it's a competition or anything. Uh, I think I think they will have. Um, let me because there's it. a different... I don't know. <laughs> I'll be Googling this real quick. <laughs> uh, but yeah, 33 victims he has. Yeah, at one point, he was the most prolific US serial killer. Wow. How much did Bundy do? I feel like we're going to have to do a Bundy episode at some point as well. Oh yeah, Bundy. The um, he's the covered killer, isn't he? No, that's uh Ed Kemper. Ed Kemper. Oh, I always get. I don't know why I always get Ed Kemper and Ted Bundy mixed up. Ted Bundy. Oh, uh, Harold Shipman. Oh, he's English. Oh fuck! What, what? Why did I put? I've typed in U.S. list of serial killers in the United States Wikipedia. You can't really go wrong. Proven victims. Let's just see what biggest number comes up. Oh, how are you a serial killer with one victim? That doesn't make sense. You're just a murderer. <laughs> no, I don't think that counts, yeah. Uh, so, Gacy... Oh, here we are. The Harp Brothers. Oh, this was in 1797. Maybe they weren't convicted. Oh, yeah. Harvey Donald in 87. He killed 37. Mm-hmm. He... Oh, he sounds really interesting. This is great episode ideas. I don't know why I don't go on Wikipedia more often. <laughs> Oh dear. Uh, well, oh, apparently, apparently, uh, the most prolific serial killer in the world is a man called Louis Garavito. Um, How many? One hundred thirty-eight proven victims. And that he's the most. I'm assuming he's the most that have been convicted. Well, yeah, he has one hundred thirty-eight proven victims uh, between the years 1992 and 1999. So there's a dude here known as the Green River Killer, Gary Ridgway. Oh, yeah. He was active between 82 and 1998, and he was convicted for 49. God damn, yeah, Gary Ridgway, 49, 98 to 2000. Oh, mate, we were struggling with episode ideas, but there's fucking loads here. Favourite this page. (laughs) There you go, uh, guys. (laughs) If you think, oh, Ryan Jim's got another serial killer. You know where we've got it from. (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe that there is a list. Like, no, I'm not joking, guys. I was that was a legit fucking. Someone has put up a spreadsheet. Yeah. <laughs> of like who's done what. Yeah, this is mad. Oh, this is great. No, it's not great. It's awful, but it's just great for the podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's one of those. It's one of those. Um, it's kind of good for some, but not for the most part. I.e., like after World War Two, of Operation Paperclip. When America was like, oh, look at all these Nazis have done all these fucking horrible things. Yeah, but the information is quite useful. And they're like, oh, yeah, I know, it's a bit bad, but let's have it. Yeah, yeah. God damn it, America. Oh, oh Unit 731. Oh, James, you've got to look it up. Look up Unit 731. It's is that Japanese... the um, Japanese? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sure we were yeah. going to do an episode on that, weren't we? we? We are going to do it at some point, right? But the amount of fucking information we now know about the human body and what you can do to it that came from that place is insane. Yeah, just a, one, of the, one of the tests is literally they strapped a grenade to someone's hand and pulled the pin just because they wanted to see what would happen. 
Yeah, but now but what do we you know what gonna happens. Fucking happen? <laughs> but it's like we now know in detail what happens to a human body if you just put a grenade on his hand and leave it there. And the Americans and like other people after the war were like, "It's kind of useful information." And the <laughs> Japanese Japanese were like, "Well, you can have it, but just don't trial us for fucking war crimes." And they went, "Ah, oh, all right then." Yeah, it's it's really messed up, isn't it? Anyway, yeah. well, that'll all come on another episode. <laughs> yeah. All right then. Um, oh, thanks for that. <laughs> That's been uh, interesting. <laughs> Christ, fucking hell, 33 people, man. Um, all right, I hope you guys enjoyed that episode as much as one can enjoy 33 people being raped and murdered by a man dressed up as a clown um, who really should have just mm. done it to himself um, early doors and left us all to it. Yeah. Um, thank you very much for listening. Uh, next week, we are going to be talking about uh, Rosa Parks, if we're going to go on the complete opposite end of the scale. Rosa Parks, who is famous for boycotting uh, a bus in America um, during America's segregation laws. Um, we'll go into it a lot more next week. Um, but yeah, she's very, very famous for like just standing up for her own fucking rights and just being like, Do you know what, fuck your system, your shit system that you have yeah. going on right now. So fucking kudos to her. So yeah, um, join us next week as we talk about Rosa Parks. Well, I say that next week, it may be like in a couple of days if you've listened to this episode like yeah, relatively it, recently. Yeah, it'll probably be this week. I'm sure we'll record on like Thursday, doesn't it? Yeah, if if I get it written in time. <laughs> yeah, I, I, the schedule's out the fucking window, just whenever you're ready. Schedule's out the window, it's locked down. There's just nothing is right at the moment. Yeah, it's weird so... when you have more time. It, I find it harder to write things because my motivation's lower. Yeah, so I was, yeah, it's, it reminds me of being back at university when you're like, oh, I've got this fucking five thousand word essay to write. Yeah, but it's due in like three months. I'm like, oh, okay, then I'll do it a week before. Yeah, always the way. Yeah, always the way. Um, so yeah, if we if we are late, like this episode has gone out a little bit late, and we do apologise for that. If we are ever late, um, if you've not already, check out. Uh, our back catalogue of episodes like i say we've got like over 60 fucking episodes already now um so yeah we've got quite a lot going on and they're quite well that some of them are quite popular if we're not gonna blow our own trumpet some do quite better than others so yeah check them all out also it's all great great pub quiz information so oh 100 yeah it's all good pub quiz information so yeah check out other other episodes so yeah um Thank you very much for listening. Join us next week. Uh, if you could ever be, be ever so kind, uh, review us on whatever platform you are listening to us on. Uh, if you do want to help uh, support the show and help it grow, um, you could always drop us a wee little donation on our Ko-fi page. That's www.ko-fi.com forward slash that's what people do. Uh, it's just a one-time donation. It's not Patreon. We're not asking for subscriptions or your money off your weekly, your monthly wages or anything like that. It's literally, if you feel like you want to just bung us a couple of quid, um, it will all be much appreciated and it's all going towards helping the podcast grow um, so yes uh, that's everything thank you very much for listening this week thank you James for bringing us this episode um, no worries join us next week uh, I suppose it's good mo- good good night from me good morning <laughs> I, you know what? I fucked that up it doesn't matter good night <laughs> farewell bye bye